Okay, good morning. Happy Sunday. You know, today is the day the Lord has made. So we make a choice to rejoice in it. You know, are you a complainer or a rejoicer? Yeah, we're rejoicers today. Complaining brings everything down. Rejoicing ay nakakahawa. So turn to your neighbor and say, I rejoice with you. Yeah, and I rejoice with you today. You know, last week, I shared with you a topic about mercy. You know, the Bible said that God's mercies, plural, are new every morning. How many of you like new things? Yeah, I like new things. I ayoko ng antique cell phone. Gusto ko ng mga bago. I don't like old clothes. I like something new. I like new pantsit. I like new pantsit. I like new things. And this morning, when I got up, there was, ang kasalubong sa akin, new mercies. New mercies for me. And yung mercies na hinahanda ng Diyos para sa iyo, ibang itsura, ibang flavor, ibang variety, custom cooked for your situation today for your family customized for your needs your emotions your financial situation and your parenting problems or marriage problems or your uh, backlog of laundry or your your uh, you know in an, you know your problems for tomorrow at work or school but the mercies of god are new every morning And I shared with you yung hamon ko sa ating lahat last week is to become mercy-minded. You know, utak mercy na kung saan na talagang uh, ang, ang channel ng ating mindset is always aware, watching out for, and enjoying the mercies of God. Laging aware, laging parang may radar you know, yung, yung tuk, tuk, tuk. Oh, yan, meron na. Yan. So you're, you're, you're quick to identify. You're always searching out, on the lookout for something that could possibly be a grace, a mercy, a favor, galing sa Dios mismo. And as soon as you see something that's probably from God, a mercies of God, you know, He spared me from that. He, he favored me on this way. He protected me here. He provided for us there. Then you start calling it out. You see, that was God's grace. Thank God for that. You, you know, you become thankful. You know, uh, it's like the opposite is your complain minded, looking for faults, finding ammunition to to blame your spouse with, you know, looking for some faults in your kids or finding the problems of your company, looking for something that the church is doing wrong. No, that's complaint-minded, but be mercy-minded. And then enjoy. Enjoy the favor of God. Enjoy His mercies. Be mercy-minded. Then, ang natural na response mo, pag na-train na ang kaisipan mo to be mercy-minded, you will become mercy Full. Pus pus ng kanyang mercies. Pus pus, you become gracious to others. Mercy, not merciless, but merciful to others. 
And today I want to share with you a, a, a few things na hindi ko na ng last week to just top this off. Let us explain the difference between mercy, justice, and grace. Because all of these three represents the character of God. Pag sinabi kong justice, yeah, chief justice, the justice league, the justice, you know, there are the justice. These are the people who enforce the law and the judge should be just. Kaya ang tawag sa chief justice, chief justice. Siya yung dapat walang record na tumatanggap ng lagay. Dapat fair. Kabasihan niya, law, hindi personal. Hindi favor kasi anak ng governor dyan or wala nang ganyan na. Dapat fair ang kanyang judgment. So justice means you get what you deserve. Kung innocent ka, dapat innocent. Hindi pwedeng lagyan ng charges doon sa tao. Hindi frame up. Hindi pwede yun sa justice. Pero kung guilty, kahit relatives mo, kahit anak ng, maya, ng mayaman o may power, dapat merong sentence na guilty. Simple lang, justice means you get what you deserve. Now, sa ating bilang mga Christians, sa ating pakikipag-ugnayan sa Diyos, that's bad news. That's really bad news. Pag sinabi, oh God, you're so unfair. No, actually, God is just. He is fair. Pero yung pagiging fair is really not helpful to us. If God is fair, that part of His character is actually bad news for us. Because it means you get what You deserve. And ang kabayaran ng kasalanan at lahat tayo nagkasala, kabayaran noon ay kamatayan. Oh, but it gets better because God is, yes, God is just. He's a just God. But He's also gracious and merciful. Oh, here we go. Now, what is grace? Grace means you get what you don't deserve. Kung sa justice, you get what you deserve. Grace, you get what you don't deserve. And mercy, you're spared from the punishment you deserve. You get to, you get saved from, pardoned from the consequences you deserve. Praise God. God is not just just, He's also merciful. He gives us what we don't really deserve. And He's merciful. He saved us from what we deserved. Kamatayan, hell, curse, sakit, consequent. You know, God is so merciful. And it says over here in Ephesians 2 verse 4, God's mercy is so abundant. And His love for us is so great. While we were spiritually dead in our disobedience, I, I, I disobeyed, you disobeyed. But he brought us to life with Christ. And it is by God's grace that you've been saved. His mercies are new every morning. Great is his faithfulness.
So the second thing I wanted to say is this, how can God, para at least maging malinaw sa atin, kung paano ang Diyos bilang just, how can He be also merciful na sabay, the same time? How can God be a just, a fair, and at the same time merciful? Well, letter A is because of His covenant. Everybody shout, covenant! Because of the covenant, sa Tagalog kasunduan, this is a very... Okay, it's a covenant is a word which is, it means holy. Okay, kakaiba, it's very sacred. And a covenant is also eternal. So unbreakable po. And be, so it's not just a fad. It's not a one shot. Uh, you know, it covenant is like, well, mo- most marriages should be like that. You know, covenant till death. Do us part. But with God, there's no death. So, magpakailanman. So, uh, when God made a covenant, God the Father, nakipag covenant sa kanyang anak na si Jesus, na Diyos naging tao, doon nakaroon ng covenant sa side ng Diyos at sa side ng human. And Jesus, nakipag covenant sa Diyos na ama, representing us. Not representing the angels, not representing the, the divine gods. He's already God. But Jesus was God who represented us, the side ng human race. Nakipag-covenant sila, ang, ang isang human at isang Diyos. And tayo ay maaring makipag-join in sa kanyang covenant sa Ama. Makiki-ride on. Makikinabang kung anong nangyari kay Jesus, kung anong benefits na napasa kanya because of the covenant. It happens the same way. You know, in the old days, pag-covenant, everything I own, pag nakipag-covenant ako sa isa, everything I own at everything na inaari niya becomes merged. Like, for example, kung may lupa si Bambi at may lupa ako, and then we get married, it becomes conjugal property. Ibig sabihin conjugal Joint ownership. We own it together. And that's what happens with God. The, the, the righteousness that Jesus owned, His perfect holiness, nang nakipag-covenant siya sa Ama, and then, you know, it's, it's that, that relationship with God. When we join to Jesus, we get to be a partaker, a, a co-owner. Tagapagmana ng kanyang holiness. It becomes yours. It gets into your account. Even though hindi ikaw ang nag-manufacture noon. Even though hindi ikaw ang nag-deposit, hindi ikaw ang naging holy, but you become holy. You become righteous because of the covenant. And Jesus Christ died our death. Diba? Kabayaran ng kasalanan ay kamatayan. So, when Jesus died, friends, there was no mercy. There was fair and justice given to our sins. Because Jesus took our sins. So God did not give mercy to Jesus on the cross. Therefore, regarding our sins, there was no mercy for your sins. The penalty was paid. But because the penalty was paid... Now, mercy can be given. 
I want to share with you a little bit from the Old Testament. David, nang nabuking siya sa kanyang kasalanan na adultery, murder, in Psalms chapter 51, he had this prayer, Have mercy on me, O God. According to, okay, get that word, underline the word according to, okay, ayon sa, okay, at dahil sa faithful love mo. According to your faithful love. Now, sa English, it's faithful love, okay? Parang you could hear that in any love song. No big deal, common yan. But in the original Hebrew word the for faithful love, it's the word chesed. Sounds in, in Texan, it says chesed. But it's a word that is a covenant word. Terminology ng covenant yan. Sometimes it's translated loving kindness. But the word faithful love is a covenant terminology which means it's your duty or your obligation as a covenant partner. It's the thing that you have to do because you're in a covenant. So when David said, have mercy on me according to your faithful love, David is appealing to the covenant. He's looking to that covenant as the kabasihan ng why he could even ask for mercy. Why does he think he could even still stay alive na ang kanyang kaso is sentence of uh, judge, what do you call it? Uh, punishable by death. So why does he even think he could stay alive. Why does he think he could get out of the consequence of death? Because he said, there's a covenant. According to your covenant, have mercy on me. According to the multitudes of your tender mercies, blot out my transgressions. Friends, it's the same thing today. We appeal to the covenant. We look to the covenant, Father God, K. Jesus, and we say, Dahil doon, have mercy on me. Dahil doon, I have mercies every morning. Dahil doon, nakikikonect ako. I want to draw out of that. It's only because of that mercy. It's only because of that covenant that I could stay alive. That I could be here today. That I could breathe. I could live. I could experience the favor of God. Only because of that mercy. Kung wala yan, I'll be dead. I'll be broken. I'll be out of here. So he's appealing to the covenant. Now, in the, in the Old Testament... Meron silang tinatawa na covenant box. You might heard it called the ark. Not the boat, but the box. The ark of the covenant. And it's very interesting because doon sa ark of the covenant, that holy box, na kung saan it's kahoy covered with gold. Wood represents humanity. Gold represents God. And that was Jesus. Jesus is that ark. He is the covenant. He is man, but God, covered with deity. And inside that box, there were three things. There was the Ten Commandments. There was a jar of manna. And there was the stick. Yung, kan, yung rod ni Aaron na may, parang may tumubo with almonds and leaves. And it was stayed alive. And on top of the ark, diniskasikoto last week was a, a a lid, takip. And on that takip, let's just imagine that 
Do you have a picture of the ark? And on top of that ark was a lid. Imagine this was the lid here. And there were two figurines, gold angels, carved out as angels. All right, there it is. And the angels spread their wings. Nakaharap sila sa isa-isa. One was at this one side of the, the lid, the other on the other side. And you see that below again, there was a place in the middle where these angels, doon sila tumitingin. And they have their wings covered, looking at the center area of that lid. And you know the place where they're looking? It's called the mercy seat. The mercy seat. The place where mercy dwells. Where, where mercy comes. And every once a year, the high priest goes to the top of that. Never, never do they open that. Because you don't ever uncover what God has covered. God has covered our disobeying the law. God has covered our rebellion and our rejection of God's provision. So yung mga items na yan, those represented all the ways that man broke the standards of God. But God covers it. So God's got you covered. Yeah, God's got you covered, you know. Kung may utang ka o nag-order ka sa restaurant, tapos biglang, hey, yung wallet ko, hindi ko nadala. Ay, kumain na eh. Anong gagawin mo? Maguhugas ka ng plato? Eh, parang kung mahal ang in-order mo. Hindi sapat ang kahit isang linggo ng... Tapos yung katabi mo, sabi, no, it's okay. I'll shoulder it. I have enough. I'll cover you. I'll cover it. That's what Jesus did for you. Nakautang tayo sa heaven. Oh, I, I cannot pay for it. Have mercy. Let me wash the dishes. Let me serve like a slave. No, 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 no. You're not a slave. You're a son. I'll cover it. Wow. And so the angels are looking down on the mercy seat. And once a year, the high priest slays that, that goat, kills that innocent Animal kills it. No mercy. Could you just imagine? Now I know some of you are animal lovers. Mommy, can we take him home? Gagawin kung pet yan, bibigyan ko siya ng pangalan. Tutulog siya sa katabiko. Beautiful, innocent, perfect lamb. And when he looks at you and with his eyes, no, oh, save me. I don't deserve this. No, no mercy. They killed that animal. No mercy for the animal so that mercy could come to you. And the blood from that innocent animal, the priest would go into the holy of holy place and sprinkle on top of the mercy seat seven times. What does seven represent? Complete, full, all the way, maximum. Nothing left out. And all of the sins of the people will be washed away. And of course, to fast track, that's only a symbolic gesture of the reality. Na si Jesus ang kordero ng Diyos na nag-aalis ng kasalanan ng sanlibutan. 
And when Jesus died, he went into that most holy place. In fact, literally, the curtain separating the first room from the second, the curtain was ripped away. The barrier was removed to open up access to God. And Jesus went into that holy place and was at that mercy seat. You know what the mercy seat was? It was the, it was the tomb. It was not the cross. It was the tomb where Jesus' body, dead body was laid, where his blood was brought in. Because over in John chapter 20, if you look over in chapter 11 and verse 12, John chapter 20, verse 11 and 12, it says that Mary, Mary Magdalene, no? she was outside the tomb. Umiiyak siya kasi yung big stone, yung, yung door ng tomb, nawala. And wala yung body ni Jesus. They were hoping that they would have some kind of, uh, you know, funeral or something. And, and, and no, his body was gone. Umiiyak si Mary. When she looked down into the tomb, she saw two angels. And the Bible said one was sitting at the body where Jesus, uh, the head, kung saan yung head ni Jesus before, and the other one doon sa paanan ni Jesus. And then yung burial cloths were just there, folded up. Now, most of the time, pag nagpakita ng angel, nag-iisa lang siya. Most of the time, all throughout the Bible, isa lang yung angel. But this time, nagpakita ng angels, dalawa sila. One at one side of the stone tablet and one at the other side. Why? Because Mary saw the mercy seat. Mary saw where the mercy of God happened. Where the, uh, the, the they call it the atonement. Yung satisfying sacrifice of God. Na kung saan, no mercy went to Jesus so that mercy can come to you. Isn't that great? The blood is between, the blood of Jesus is between the law, the Ten Commandments, and the presence of God on top of the mercy seat. See, the presence of God was here. The angels were looking at the presence of God. But underneath that lid was the law of God. Thou shalt but the blood comes between the laws and the presence. The law covers our failures. I mean, the blood covers our failures of the law. And Jesus, sa kanyang kamatayan, he accomplished everything that needs to, that, that, that is required sa ating kaligtasan. He kept the law, he shed the blood, and he rose from the dead to glory. And the angels declared, the tomb is empty. He's not here. Wala nang kaso. Wala nang pending judgment for your sins. <laughs> it's such a good news. And it says in Hebrews chapter 9, verse 12, hanggang 22. I love this whole, read the chapter 9 of Hebrews. It says that when Christ went through the tent and entered the most holy place, okay? So parang yung symbolic of the temple, the first room, holy place. He went straight in to the most holy place. He did not take the blood of goats and bulls, mga hayop. No, rather, he took his own blood and obtained for us an eternal salvation. Pag sinabing eternal, ano yan? Short term, long term? 
long-term. It's ever. It's forever. He obtained for us an eternal salvation because he offered himself as a perfect sacrifice to God and his blood will purify our consciences. Kumusta ang conscience mo? Do you have a guilty conscience? Do you, do you feel unworthy in your conscious? Conscious? Alam niyo, ibig sabihin yung daladala ng guilt, daladala ng low self-esteem, feeling unworthy, you know, I, I don't have the right to, to raise my hands. I don't have the right to speak sa harapan. I don't have the right to pray. Sino ba ako na magsalita sa, uh, about the Word of God sa family ko? You know, because of my failures, because of my sin. Stop it. Stop it already. Because the blood of Jesus purifies our consciences. And if you believe in the blood of Jesus, at doon ka umaasa, hindi have mercy on me, O God, because mm, nagpapakawawa ako o nakikiusap. No, have mercy on me, O God, because of that covenant. Because only, only because of what Jesus did. And I appeal to your promises in the covenant that I am cleaned this morning. And your mercies are new every morning. Is this making sense to anybody? It says, in the, uh, Christ is the one who arranges the new covenant. And this can be done because there was a death that set people free from the wrongs they did. Almost everything is purified by blood. And sins are forgiven only if blood is poured out. So praise God that we are pardoned that's it we are pardoned letter b jesus took our punishment and gave us mercy and number three how to avail how to avail of god's mercies okay the word avail is the root word of available okay Sino sa inyo kalapit ay available pa? Meron bang available dyan? Single and available. Single, ready to mingle. So, yung word available means I'm, I'm here. I'm accessible. Diba? You can access me. You can, you can get me. You can court me. I'm, I'm available. Right? Walang sing-sing. Sinong available dyan? Eh, walang sing-sing. It's not about the ring. <laughs> but how will you avail? How will you, you know, paano maakuin ang mercy ni God? Letter A is simply lang, ask for it. Just ask. Sabi ni Jesus, you have not because you ask not. Ask and you will receive. You know, it said in Proverbs chapter 28, verse 13, people who cover over their sins will not prosper. Yung parang tinatago. Yung parang nagmamayabang. 
Eh, wala akong kasalanan eh. Mabait, ma- mabait naman ako. Nagdadalsal naman ako. Isa parang kinocover. Cover over. Don't, don't show that you're guilty. Don't show that you need a savior. He says, but if they confess, confess and forsake them, they will receive mercy. Alam kung bakit maraming tao na hindi nag-avail ng mercies ni God? Because they don't acknowledge their need. They don't confess their need. Sa katunayan na lahat ng tao sa buong mundo dapat maligtas. God so loved the world, everyone in the world, every person. The, the payment ni Jesus para sa kasalanan ng bawat individual sa buong world, sa every generation, more than enough. Hindi uh, limited ang forgiveness ng Diyos sa tao. But how come hindi lahat ay maliligtas? Because the others don't acknowledge the need. Here's the thing. Salvation is free. It's a gift. Pero kung hindi mo inaamin na I need a Savior, then the Savior will be of no effect to you. Nagets mo? E kung hindi mo kailangan ng tagapagligtas, adyan yung tagapagligtas, pero hindi mo siya, hindi mo siya i-avail. So the only thing is we need to do is to acknowledge and confess our need for mercy. Just like in Luke chapter 18, verse 10 to 14, two men went to the temple to pray. Now they are very different. The first man said, you know, sa kanyang malalim ng boses, religious ang kanyang dating. He said, I thank thee, O God. I thank thee, Father, that I am not like this sinner. I attend church always. I fast and pray. I give my tithes. So, nagmamayabang siya sa kanyang puso. And with his own righteousness, akala niya doon siya nakakaroon ng salvation because of his own doing good things. But the other man who was tunay na makasalanan niyan, he was a sinner. He really made a lot of mistakes. He was really doing bad things. Pero he didn't avoid the presence of God. He still came. Nagpalapit siya, but his heart was beating his chest and he said, have mercy on me, God. I am a sinner. And Jesus said, between the two men, the sinner, the really sinful man, is the one who went away justified. Without sin, pinawalang sala. Bakit? Because he acknowledged he needs mercy. He recognized that there's a Savior here. I'm lost. I need to be saved. Parang nung bata ako, dinala ko ng mama, mami ko sa isang napakalaking department store. And then, you know, sa mga bata, we, we look around, we try to check the toy department, you know. And naka, hindi nagtagal na, I got lost from my mother. And so, siyempre, nung tumigyan ako, hindi ko siya mahanap, tumaas na yung blood pressure ko, kinabaan na, you know, the what happens, you know. And I started getting that kaba, that feeling that I'm going to be lost and my mother's going to leave me. And so I was looking around. At first, you know, may mga iba pang shoppers doon. At first, nagpagkunyari lang ako that I'm just shopping. 
you know, I don't want to show that I'm nervous, that I'm afraid. So I was just nagpapakunyari lang. Until later on, talaga, I, I knew I was lost. At the moment I acknowledged, maiyak na ako my mommy left me. At that time, I acknowledged that I was lost. At lumapat ako sa mga employees ng store. At nagpatulong ako. I can't find my mommy. And then, of course, they dinala nila ako doon sa, sa loudspeaker, you know, in announce with the mother of this boy with purple pants. Come get him, you know, come claim this guy. And I got, I got found when I admitted that I was lost. Sino sa inyo today, hanggang ngayon, hindi pa umaamin that you need mercy. You need a savior. You need finding. One time there was the governor of Texas. Alam mo yung governor lang ang pwedeng magbigay ng pardon sa mga naka-death row, na mga may, may convicts. And the governor was going through the death row you know, ito yung mga naka-waiting time for their execution. Sa amin sa Texas, mayroon pang death penalty. At maraming pinapatay na criminals ang Texas. Whether you agree with that or not, ganon talaga ang Texas. Mayroong death penalty and every year so many die. Okay? That's the Wild West in Texas. But the governor can pardon anyone. So the governor went to the cells and in-interview yung mga nag-aantay ng death, death uh, sentence nila. And mostly, all of them will, ina, paragang pinipilit nila, I'm innocent. I was framed up. Alam ko, governor, alam ko na the, the, the evidence doesn't look good. The judge judged me unfairly. I, I didn't get to have a good lawyer. You know, I, there was a mistake. Kamukha ko lang yung, you know, mga ganun. And then the next one, and the next one, ganun, lahat sila, they swear they were innocent. And they beg for pardon. But one man said, Governor, tumingin siya mata sa mata sa governor. Sabi niya, I want you to know one thing. Yung sentence at yung sinasabi ng judge na what they said what I did, I want you to know, ginawa ko talaga. And I was guilty. And this time, I've been in this jail. I've been waiting. I, I really repented. I really changed my mind. I, really ch- I don't ever want to do that again. And I ask you for a pardon. I ask you for mercy. Ayan siya ang pinapardon. Kasi he really acknowledged his need. So ask. Ask for mercy today. When you wake up in the morning, say, God, I, I, my life is not perfect. My life is not straight. But I ask you for mercy today so that I can live and honor you. Have mercy on me according to your covenant promise. Have, give grace to me, not because I'm doing everything right. I need your grace because I'm not being such a good husband. I'm not such a a perfect father, but I need your grace so that I can be the father you called me to be. I can be the husband you called me to be, the employee. I can accomplish the works that you assign for me today only because of your mercy, only because of your grace, not because of my training or my righteousness. I want to please you. I need your mercy for that. 
So ask for it and let her be trust that God is merciful. Trust that he is merciful. John chapter 8, diba? Yung woman that, that was caught in adultery and no one was throwing stones at her kasi lahat, lahat din sila may kasalanan. Si Jesus lang ang pwede magbato sa kanya. And Jesus said, I do not condemn you either. Friends, you need to trust that God is merciful. And here's the big problem, even for Christians. If you think that God is punishing you for your sins, then you're not trusting His mercy. Nagkasala ka last week, then this time na medyo may karamdaman na nakakasakit na ako. Ano Ito nga. Ito na, maganti na si Lord sa akin. You know, you're not trusting His mercy. You're looking to your performance. You know, or, you know, something happened and you didn't get your answered prayer. You prayed for, uh, you know, U.S. visa. That was denied. I don't know, because I wasn't attending church. Because I didn't pay my tithes or because of this. You're not trusting God's mercy. So trust God's mercy. Titus 3.5, he saved us not because righteous things we have done, but because his mercy. You know, in, over in Jeremiah chapter 18, God, through Jeremiah, brought Jeremiah to the potter's house. Gumagawa ng pottery. Have you seen this in Tabok? Or vegan, you know, they, they spin it and they make something. And the Lord said, go down to the potter's house and I'm going to show you something. And he saw a piece of pottery. And when it turned out to be imperfect, may flaw, may, may something doon sa maybe a, a piece of uh, grass or something na impurities doon, then the potter just take it and reform it and just you know just destroy that uh, cup or that bowl and he'll make it into something else and sabini lord don't i have the right to do with you whatever i want to do you're in my hands just like the clay is in the hands of the potter if at any time i want to change it into something else i can do that i want to show mercy to it i can do that and so recognize that we are like clay in the hands of a merciful potter, a loving father who is shaping our lives. And yes, we had flaws, but he will not throw you out. He will remake you. Listen, I, I thought about making this title Mud, Mud to Masterpiece. You know, that's, who I, that's how I feel about myself. Yan ang tingin ko sa sarili ko. I was mud and now I'm his masterpiece. You know, from mud to masterpiece. From something that should be thrown away, swept out, cleaned off, wiped out. But, but no, he, he turns us into a masterpiece. He is the potter and we are the clay. We were flawed, sira na vessels, but God is merciful. He remakes us. And gives us a second chance. Ephesians 2 verse 10. We are God's masterpiece. He created us anew in Christ Jesus. So that we can do the good things he planned for us. 
So this week, ang challenge ko sa inyo is two things. Number one is, can you, can you develop? Can you think of one and develop one testimony of God's, of how you received mercy in your life? Eh, kung mercy-minded, dapat marami. Pero eh, come up with at least one testimony of the mercies of God in your life, in your family, whatever. You know, sa akin, sa SFCC, God's mercy is so great to us. Despite our failures, our mistakes, so many wrong decisions, up until now, we still have a church. We still have done, we've done wrong things, but we still have a thriving ministry, a new school, champion kids, fathers, mothers, families growing, and God's mercy is so great. Surely, His goodness and His mercy is following us. So the second challenge is to deliver mercy to others. That's letter C. Deliver mercies to others. Ang mission po natin is deliver all His benefits. And mercy is one of the benefits of God. So blessed are the merciful because they will have a flow of mercy in and out, in and out. Receive, deliver. You know, download, offload. God, Psalms chapter 61, 67 verse 1 says, God, be merciful to us. Bless us. Look on us with kindness so that the whole world may know your salvation. Kahapon may, yesterday morning, we have a child dedication. I think almost a hundred, a lot of children, mothers, fathers, they brought their children here to be dedicated to the Lord. I went throughout this whole hall just laying hands and anointing with oil. So many children, babies like this and other ones now about this tall and we, we dedicated them to the Lord with the permission of the parents. You know, that's going to make an impact in San Fernando City. And then nung gabi, we have a family fun fest. So this was specific invitations to the families ng primary, lead, primary 12 leaders ng church. 12 ko, 12 ni Bambi. And we brought them here by invitation, not for a service, not for worship, not for preaching, just for fun. So we had so many carnival games, you know, bingo. And we just ate, uh, ate a catered meal and had music and videoki and, you know, uh, pop the darts and ping pong. And it was, but there was a bonding and a breakthrough that we've never seen before. And the families realized, even families that they don't attend church here, but one of their family members is, is our leader. So they said, wow, ganun pala. Ganun pala ang pinasok mo <laughs> sa Christian. And I believe that people were even saved. We shared uh, uh, just a, sh a three-minute gospel presentation and Bambi led them to receive Christ as their Savior. And so many nagpaiwan to say, yes, I confirm I received Christ. 
That's what's happening in the church. And last Sunday, we had a, a, a handful of people who were baptized in our swimming pool over there. And so many things are happening by God's mercy. By God's mercy. And I, for me, I'm addicted not to drugs. I'm addicted to the mercy and the grace of God. And I hope you are too. Let's pray together. Father Jesus, Holy Spirit, we thank you for your mercies are new every morning. Fill our lives, Lord. Pusin mo po kami every day with fresh new mercies. Grace to be a better parent, a better spouse. Mercies to go out of the bed and get up and go to work and go to school, go to our service. Lord, mercies to forgive. Mercies to be patient, to be kind, to be loving, to be selfless, otherly minded, a giver. We need grace and mercies to do our work well, to set an example and excel and give our best in whatever assignment that you have for us. So Lord, we receive your mercies. We avail of your mercies today by asking you, have mercy on me, O God. I need your grace in my life. Lord, gawin mo po kaming, not just, don't just be fair to us with your justice. Be fair to Jesus and let his sacrifice release mercies to us. And we appeal to the covenant, to your faithful love, your chesed loving kindness towards us. And we say, Father, we trust your mercy. We trust your heart. Whatever uh, among the bad things that happen, we know that's not your. You're not against us. You're for us. So we will not, we will not blame you when things go wrong. We will come near to you and appeal to the covenant for mercy and grace. And Lord, use us to deliver mercy to others. Help us this week to uh, develop a, a, a prime testimony of how we received some mercy from you. And help us to also have an example of where we delivered fresh mercies to others. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen.